desperately searching for a killer accused of going on a rampage. The search for a possible serial killer. An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree. Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. Told her to get out of the car and that's when she became afraid and then I shot her. Welcome to Jesse Wiseman's Crime Corner. Thank you for joining us, all 22 of you, mm-hmm. on the Patreon video show that drops on Fridays. Uh, audio version comes out Wednesday. You know. Yeah, you need something to do I call Wednesday. it the pores version, but look, <laughs> you, get, you get the story, you get the vibe, you get to drive and listen to us. You just get, you don't get the pictures and the videos and music and then weird superimposed um, pictures that Joel does of like my face on the killer or your face. Like, you know what I mean? He likes to like throw in a couple of real fun, (laughs) real fun pictures on, on the murderer's face, right? <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Because, I mean, come on. You, you have to be able to make murder fun and flirty. That's, that's right? what the show's all about. Right? We're not making fun of the victims. We're but making the victims fun. Here's what we do. Like, sometimes what these people do to try and get away with it or the things that they say or... You know, like the last episode, the guy asking for his purse, standing next to the dead wife. Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you not laugh? (laughs) Right? But we're not laughing at the victim, obviously. Maybe that should be the tagline of the show. It should be Crime Corner, uh, making murder fun and flirty. Fun and flirty. (laughs) I think we should be fine with that, don't you think? There's no way that anybody would ever have any issues with that. Nobody could be offended. No, 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 (laughs) no. So we've been doing lately, and we probably are going to do more of these cases where we can debate innocence or guilt, right? Mm. Whether they were convicted or not, we can still kind of pick it apart and be like, but what do we actually think? Because they, yeah. you know, the justice system doesn't always work super smooth, right? Yeah, sometimes things slip through the cracks in the justice system and exactly. we're there to catch them. Right, or the people straight. are free, scuba diving, Mother honeymoon f- killer, yep. that yep. probably should be, you know what I mean? So this is kind of what we're doing. We will pepper in some, you know, heavy hitters or maybe some more current, People keep asking me to do the Idaho murders. What is that? Yeah, which ones? I'll talk to you, Coop. <laughs> People keep asking me to do these Idaho college kid murders. Yeah. Don't say a fucking word. Okay. It's my job not to know. <laughs> and um, the case is not even close to being... Uh, even going to trial yet, right? And as we know, investigators, detectives, they like to keep things close to the vest and only disclose to, you know, prosecutor and things like this. So anyone that does kind of these speculative podcasts on ongoing cases, I think they just sound stupid. 
I mean, because I, it's like, you dumb bitch. You think you fucking know more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you think you know more than the prosecutor, like the detectives mm. and prosecutors that are working on the case. You're a fucking idiot, right? I'm, I'm a little bit more boring about it because I think that it, it just kind of, it has a chance of derailing the, the process of justice. If, if some case blows up yes. uh, before it's even solved and everybody is totally convinced that, that the person's guilty or not guilty. Court then, of public opinion, right? Yeah, Coop? yeah. Let's, let's wait until after. Like in conviction. this case, for example, there was some fucking TikToker psychic <laughs> who was like reading her cards and everyone started going after this woman professor that she said she saw as being like the killer, right? So it's just kind of like, you know what? We can talk about cases that have gone all the way through. All evidence is, you know, public record and the trial. You can read the trial and stuff. Like, we can go through that mm -hmm. and kind of pick it apart. But I'm not going to assume to be like, you know what I think happened? Right? <laughs> and, the, and the cops are like, uh... Do you, you know what I mean? Like as they're working on it and have evidence that they're not disclosing. Anyways, yeah. that's not, you can talk now, Joel. Okay, this is, <laughs> today's a really fun one. I'm super excited, yep. really weird. And I still don't know, even at the end, what the fuck yeah. is going Shit. on here. So it'll cool. be a fun debate. This is the case of Scott... Later. By the way, I, I have a, a title for the episode. Oh, tell me yours. Filater damn near killed her. <laughs> That's a good That's one. A That's a good one. I'll tell mine uh, towards the middle. Okay. How about that? I don't want it to like give too much away. Don't take away my spotlight right now. Please. No, and that one was a really good one. <laughs> that was pretty good, too. Real original. A lot of really great names in this uh <laughs> In this episode. Is so there No. Fuck. I know. There's no Biddles and Watts in this one. No Biddles and Watts. Biddles and Watts. No uh, Detective Beltron. Is that what the... Beltron. The <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Scott Flater and Yarmilla... Sorry, so Yarmilla... <laughs> crime juice. <laughs> Gotta have some crime juice. <laughs> All right, we're going to get through this. You guys want us to, like, get more yep. into the case. We're going to do it. Yarmila Kleskin. Kleskin? Started dating in high school. They were like, you have a weird name? I have a horrible name. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> uh, they, they dated through college and both obtained master's degrees. Uh, the two were married in 1976. Although they were raised Catholic, both Scott and Yarmila converted to the Church of Latter-day Saints. <gasps> mm. My favorite kind of people. I know. We can do a whole nother episode on the, the problematic nature of the LDS. But we can't. We don't have time. Um... They were very active in the church. Scott actually more than Yarmila, but nevertheless, they were both involved in the church. Scott was a successful electrical engineer at Motorola, and Yarmila, also known as Yarm, 
What the hell? I know. These names are awful. It's going to be rough, right? Yarm? Yarm. So he would call her Yarm. And that's what I'm going to be calling her. Yarmy. For the rest of the episode. So buckle up. You're going to be <laughs> hearing that name a lot. Sorry about it. I, mean, uh, I, she- I guess it is a little bit better than Mrs. Filater. Right. Yarm Filater. Yarm Filater. <laughs> what in the hell name is that? God. It's rough. That but anyways. Sucks. Cute couple. Are they actually cute? Or no? No, but Yarm uh, was a preschool teacher's aide with her master's degree. Okay. Eh, yeah, that's that's how that was, it goes, huh? That was a preschool dropout. That's how it goes. <laughs> Get a master's degree, have a couple kids. <laughs> All your dreams go to it's hell. A waste. You might as well just flush that fucking degree down the toilet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What are you saying? I'm not saying anything. What are you saying? Jesse has some spice today. And she's um, reading directly from the notes, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote all of that. Um, they had a son, Michael, and a daughter, Megan, a golden retriever, and a nice house in a middle-class neighborhood in Phoenix, Arizona. Fun. Um, In all these other cases that we've done, this is the part where I say they seem to have a perfect marriage um, from the outside. But uh, Scott and Yarm, besides her name being awful, were very happy and in love. (laughs) I did write that. Because I'm super funny. (laughs) Don't know if you know. Um, They were very happy and in love. The children were happy. They never saw their parents even raise their voices with each other. There were no secrets, not weird behavior. Uh, Yarm didn't love... Yarmy? What do do I do? Yarmy? Yarmy. Yarmilla. Is Yarmilla better? I would rather go with just Milla. Milla. Oh, like Milla, Milla sounds like, like a name. Yarm does it. We're posthumously we changing your name, Mar- Yarm. You're welcome. <laughs> Yarm is awesome. Milla, why didn't you go by Milla? It's so much easier. Milla's All right, nice. so that Milla. Hot. D- uh, didn't love how much Scott spent on church activities. Uh, church uh, activities, and Scott wanted more kids, uh, which Milla. Milla did not, but nothing too out of the uh, norm for people that have been married for 20 years. You're going to at least have some, a couple things that are, you know, a little bit weird, but that that's nothing. Oh, I want more kids. Over that amount of time, there's at least one or two things. Yeah. That are oh, you're spending a lot of time at the her. church. Okay. Oh, I want more kids. No. I mean, didn't seem like it was something. What are your whatever. things with you and, and Ross? Um, Does he want more kids? No, and neither do I. So you guys are good on that? Sleeping schedules, I think that's pretty normal. Like this, the one person staying up really late and the other person going to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of a girl thing more than a guy thing, though. I think it's a married thing. Like, I, I don't... Do, do you, you like it? Do you, do you want to go to bed at I'm the same time? I'm fine with it. Sometimes it's kind of like... Dad's, while, dad's we... still sleeping, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but he did stay up late, probably doing something, you know, working on something, doing things right that I didn't want to do. So it's fine, but nothing really else. Football, 
That's my my wife and I. We have the si- same schedule. Like I'm a kind of a night owl. Right. She's a morning person, but what that does is give you your alone time. You know, like exactly. She gets I her think mornings it's and I get my nights. I think it's built in. Like if you talk to any married couple, they're like, oh no. None of them are going to bed at the same time, snuggling up and falling asleep <laughs> yeah. ever. Right? That's a special. It is occasion. like it's sort of built in so that you can each have a second to yourself because it's not natural to be married. But here we are, <laughs> all doing it. <laughs> monogamy is so unnatural. Not the monogamy, just like straight up, like completely. Living with someone and spending all a lot of time together. You need to have your without any like alone time or a time to just be like do your own thing, right? Even with people that I absolutely love, I can only be around them for short periods of time. Absolutely. Or you just need a second to be like, okay, you know. With me and Coop, it's about one or two hours a week now. Right. We're fucking done. But you guys ha- you guys have been married for a long time. So that's <laughs> natural. One or two hours a week is still pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to cut that down to about 15 minutes. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Then I have to edit and listen to his voice afterwards. Fuck. It's awful. So you spend a lot more time with him than he spends with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what that's like, too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Seems how most of my relationships go, actually. <laughs> yeah. They're just editing. Your, they're just hearing your voice in their, in their ears all week. Yeah. Um, it is a sexy voice. I'll give you that, Coop. Oh, thank, yeah. Thank it is God. A, it's not a bad I, voice I to be, be hearing. absolutely insufferable if it wasn't. I'd have, I'd have no redeeming qualities. <laughs> Yeah, without the voice, <laughs> there'd be nothing else. What is he? And being super smart and like a font of useful information. Oh, that's, that's being extremely generous. A font Possibly of both useful and not useful information. Um, so neither of them, guys, it's going to be a new one. <laughs> neither of them had a smile that would light up the room. What? Yeah, they were just a dorky, boring couple (laughs) that were, like, nice, right? But nobody would be like, oh, great. they just, I mean, when Yarm would walk in. (laughs) So it really was just, like, they were fine, right? Like, they were boring. They were nice. There was literally no issue with anything, right? Okay. Now I'm already getting nervous. Like, I'm not going to know. Now you don't know. Yeah, now who knows what could happen. It's anyone's game. Nobody lit up a room. <laughs> nobody lit up. Nobody was like beloved. You know what I mean? Which is which is hard. It's hard. To have a couple where nobody likes either one of the people in the couple. They like them fine, right? Like oh, they li- they like them. The it's okay. They like have friends, church, whatever. But no one was like, oh my gosh, she was They're, just. Yeah. They never were she was about. just so funny, right? <laughs> no, you're going to be putting up pictures of them and maybe some videos There's that they video? took of like family trips, and you just go, "Gosh, what a just a normal dorky <laughs> fucking nerd patrol, right?" They're the the mayonnaise of married couples. <laughs> Are they white? 
I only do white cases. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, dude. Just kidding, dude. Obviously. I had a joke I could have followed up that <laughs> up with, but not going to do it here. Wait, I Don't think it's do true it. so far. Just putting that out there. Ah, uh, shit. Thanks, <laughs> but thanks. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, no. Jeffrey Dahmer killed a, a, a couple minorities. That was his fave. Yeah, mostly. I think right? his favorite was a, was a darker boy. Seemed like it. Yeah. Like the, the Filipino. So boy. shut up, dude. <laughs> there you go. We've yeah. got some diversity here. The names are diverse for sure. Every name so far in every show has been fucking weird. Yeah, is Yarmila Kleskin <laughs> like a fucking straight up maybe a a white gal? I mean, can't be all white. All right, stop, stop. Focus. Focus, dude. <laughs> all right. On the evening of January 16th. What was that? That was yesterday, huh? Whoa. You know what's weird? Like, when I pick these cases, I'll go through them and be like, oh, shit, like, that was, like, this month or today. Like, I don't know. I might be a medium. I might be an empath. You know what I mean? Anyway, (laughs) on the evening of January 16th, 1997, I do love 90s murders as well. After the filators were done eating dinner as a family and getting ready for bed around 9 p.m., Yarm asked Scott to fix the pool filter as she watched ER on the couch. She didn't like, she was, she really didn't want the pool to turn green. There was something up with the filter. And instead of saying, bitch, I just worked a full day at a real job and it's 9 (laughs) p.m., he simply went out and fixed the filter. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what these, this couple was just this very, like, okay, dear. Do you know what I mean? Not, there was no... Huh? Now? Now. You want me to do it now? Okay. I'll fucking do it now, right? Like, that would be cool. Grab the tool. Fucking stomp out there. It wasn't slam. Keep slamming the door. Um, No, he just went. He went out there. He tried to fix it. After messing with it for a bit, he gave up because it was really dark. It was like, you know nine something and not the best time to be trying to repair probably something. not not a lot of light for you probably like maybe can't you know you can't get apart if you need it whatever at it just wasn't a, the best it was at least a handful of hours after you were justified asking your spouse to go outside and do yard work in my opinion sure like maybe that would be like a morning thing a weekend thing, weekend thing um yeah. while it's still light out but look he did it anyways. Uh, when he came back in, Yarm was asleep on the couch with ER playing Sweetie Pie. Oh, God bless her. Oh, heart. what a sweetie pie. He kissed her goodnight, apologized for not being able to fix the filter, and told her he would try again the next day. He went upstairs, exhausted, and went to sleep. Um, around 11 p.m., the filator's neighbor heard moaning and kind of yelling and they thought like oh are they having sex i don't know but it like kept... i've never heard them do that before yeah and it's it's yarm and scott filater they're not really i'm not gonna be able to hear them probably right um so the neighbor was like all right let me just like check it out and looked over the fence um and ended up making this 911 call 
<gasps> I like how this is set up. Let's hear it for our next advertiser, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, the big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on Prize Picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the prize picks' favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker for more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. And that's going yep. to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where 
again, you go hard over the weekends, you got the kids, you're not eating great, uh, you're boozing with some friends or whatever, and then boom, reset on Mondays, pop in the liquid IV, and you're good to go. Um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch, that's it, you're ripping open, popping into liquid, 16 ounces or more. And you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. What did he say? said it looked like the husband threw the wife into the pool and he's holding her underwater. Oh, I got the question right. Yeah. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Um, Yeah. uh, Weirdest 911 call I've heard. Um, Yeah, I've already got questions right out the gate. Yeah. Um, So, here, let's go over it. So, okay. So that was Scott. That was Scott's neighbor, Greg Coons. Greg Coons. Totally chill. Totally oh, chill, hey, Greg up? Coons. Like hey, uh, I think he's holding his wife's head underwater. I mean, like, I don't know. All right. I'll know. send I'll someone. They didn't keep him on the, the line. They didn't ask him any more questions. It was like the chillest 911 call. It was really weird. I think he called the police department. No, she said 911. Yeah. It's just really weird. That's not usually how it goes, right? Where it's like, okay, well, they, where are you? What's your address? There's a, at least a chance that they might have traced the call and realized that he was the neighbor of the filators, and they were Isn't like, yeah, so... they're not up to anything. Maybe, but uh-huh. like, <laughs> it does sound like they traced it, right? Maybe he gave some information first. The cops um, were like, he's drowning yarn. But oh, I've never, God. never heard a 911 call like that where they don't yeah. keep you on the line, ask more questions. Yeah. Can you go over Real there? Chill. Who is it? Where are you? Like anything. It was literally just like, like that's the whole the cool. whole thing. Yeah, cool. Send someone out. Okay, thanks. They hang up. Okay, thanks. Um so he said that he saw Yarm laying by the side of the pool and he noticed Scott in the upstairs bedroom changing his clothes. He then came down the stairs. This is according to the neighbor. He said, Scott came downstairs, quieted the dog, put on some gloves, and then dragged Yarm's body into the pool, holding her head underwater. No worries, Greg. No worries, Greg. Don't fucking do anything, dude. (laughs) Don't fucking try and jump out. Hey, man, what are you doing? Don't try and save anyone. Just fucking make a super short 911 call and go back to bed, Greg. It's cool, dude. Slightly casual. Just just a little too casual. Yeah, he didn't yell at him or say anything. Hey, man, so uh, my neighbor just, like, drowned his wife. I don't know if she's dead. I mean, by the time you get here, she I probably will be. her? Yeah, yeah. Weird. I think the real uh, criminal here? Greg. Greg Coons. Okay? And that's a hot take, and nobody's saying that, but Greg Coons is a piece <laughs> of shit. He's fucking up to something. No, he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. 
not entirely on the level with the with the scuba diver that killed his wife, but he's getting up there. I mean, yeah. Well, isn't it a isn't it a crime not to do something if you see a crime being committed or something? Like there's mm-hmm. like some like. But calling that. if you feel like if he felt like he was in danger or that you know Scott was there, Scott he might have. I don't know. He did call, which is doing something. Yeah. But in my mind, he did fucking nothing. Well, they, um, they say if you see something, say something. Not if you see something, do something. So at least he said something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he did. What you should do, but in my mind, maybe he was on. He's mushrooms. a little fucking bitch. <laughs> Holy shit! Sorry, dude. I heard it here. First. Would you not? Would you not? I agree with you. To be honest, if you're yeah. seeing somebody drown someone else, I don't care who it is. Are you not? And you're already like, you know, it's a neighbor. It's, it's someone you know. You're over the fence. Would you not just like, hey, dude, hey, like least, jump, yeah. jump over, if, go through the, the fence, fuck whatever. Are you doing? Or, yeah. yeah, even at, at the least. very least, yell at him, throw, throw something some at him. Yell at, at him, him, throw something, even if it's a fight, if it's whatever, like... Spray him with a hose. That's what you what you do if dogs get in a fight. Blow some darts, throwing stars. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Whatever you've got on hand. Maybe Greg was, was super high. Like, maybe he was, like, on mushrooms, and he wasn't sure if it was real or not. And he was like, well, maybe the, they would never do this. I should probably call the cops anyway. No, you know what? These are the days, and they even said, I didn't want to be nosy neighbors. These are the days when people were allowed to, like, got away with way more murders, got to the point of actual murder because nobody wanted to be a nosy neighbor, remember? No, I, I don't now want to be in like, trouble. Yeah. Um, so when police arrived, they found Yarmilla. I can't do Milla. I don't know. <laughs> Milla's, like, worse to me now. Yeah. Anyways, they found Yarmila floating in the pool, stabbed 44 times, and drowned. Holy shit. The pool was a pinkish color at this point. Um, again, Cre- Greg. Cool, 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 Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Greg now? I fear for his life now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But he's not living in the same area because i bet there was more people that were like, like greg uh, hey, moved man to maybe her, maybe her family hey man do you think maybe you want to stop someone from drowning my daughter no big deal anyway greg cool cool you're cool they uh they called for an ambulance uh but they knew she was gone at that point when they pulled her out uh the pinkish color of the pool turned bright red she was she was gone she was f- dead Yes, so the responding officer went inside with his gun drawn because he doesn't know how dangerous this person is that just stabbed someone 44 times. You would assume... And probably a little, like, insane. Like, they're probably going crazy in there, right? Yeah. So he's got his gun drawn, and he noticed a very startled Scott uh, at the top of the stairs in a crisp white T-shirt and new red pajama pants, asking, what's going on? What are you doing in my house? So they were, like, uh, a little bit confused. They uh, were handcuffing him, and they were asking him how many people were in the house. He said, four, my wife and my two kids. And they were like, okay, like, do you mean the wife that's murdered outside or... Do you know what I mean? Him, his wife, and his two kids. Kind that's, of that's indicating that he that's didn't. I, that's math. 
The video that I watched said that he told the police that there were three. No, he said four. That's why they were so bewildered, because he was saying that his wife was in the house, too, and two kids. So he was like, they were like, okay. Um, They handcuffed him, they put him back in the squad car as they assessed the scene. Michael and Megan were asleep in their bed, and they didn't hear anything. What the... Scott had no idea what happened and kind of was piecing it together from hearing the police officers talk um, while he was in the back seat. And at this point, just thought his wife was hurt and they were working on her. He was taken to the station for questioning while the detectives stayed at the scene um, to figure out what the fuck was going on. He was very disoriented. He was basically in a fetal position in the interrogation room. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, and he was like, I guess this means my wife is dead. And they were like, yeah, what happened? Um, and he was like, I, I don't know. And he said, what happened to her? They told him. And they were like, the neighbor said that they saw you do this. And then he just started crying. And he said he he had no he didn't know what happened he has no memory of any of it and couldn't answer any of their questions everything they asked he would just be like i i don't know um and he wasn't bloody or anything when they when they found him no but there's an explanation for that yeah so back uh it's um, greg right now i'm thinking greg did it Oh, the neighbor? Yeah, hey, neighbor fuck, that's a, that's a theory. The I'll fucking go after that. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> back at the scene, police found a Tupperware container filled with bloody clothes and a bloody knife in the wheel well of Scott's Volvo. Back in the interrogation, Scott was questioned about blood that was on his neck, kind of like wiped but behind his ear, and a Band-Aid that was on his hand. He said he didn't know he had blood on his neck and he didn't remember how he got the cut. So at this point, they kind of needed to to end the interview because everything they were asking, he was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And was like, wouldn't look at them, was very calm, and but out of it, it's one of the strangest interrogation videos I've seen if we could maybe put part of it I mean that is very easy to find but you can like put parts of it in this where it's just like it's it's weird you don't know what to think you feel you feel for this guy but then you're also just like it's like believable what he's saying like he really doesn't know he really seems like he's finding stuff out on the moment he's crying he's whatever as far as the the seasoned interrogator um was like not buying it was just like oh sure dude fine he goes oh you had blood oh i guess you didn't wash it off then that good like he was just not it was they thought for sure with the eyewitness and everything when they got him into the interrogation they would get a confession easy peas done deal it was still a very short interrogation but they didn't get any real answers or explanation because the person they were interrogating had literally no memory of anything according to him. Um, so at this point, uh, they arrested Scott and began to build their case against him. Cause I mean, 
he's they, they had enough obviously to arrest him and uh scott hired a lawyer and they began to build their defense but what could that defense possibly be coop probably one of the dumbest defenses historically speaking in legal cases i to, don't know to ever be used it, i don't know it succeeded more times than it should have in my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah, he was asleep the entire time. Yeah. It was just a case of sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. He was sleepwalking. He was sleepwalking and murdered and drowned his wife. So first the defense wanted to go with insanity because they were just like, I don't know, right? Like this is how else do we <laughs> defend this guy, right? Yeah, because he because he was claiming to not remember the incident. The only thing they could think is just like he went into a rage and just didn't remember, right? Yeah, and also as for the defense, there's really, there's not very many other options for them to take aside from an insanity plea in a situation like that. Because if, if there's only one witness who who saw at least a portion of the murder taking place and the person who carried out the murder is just saying, oh, I, I don't know, I don't remember anything, there's really not many options that you have in terms of a, a defense. Right. Sleepwalking is a pretty big jump, though. I think they should have just gone with insanity in the first place. Right. So, um, I mean, why don't you go, since there isn't any evading the cops or any kind of like weird behavior that he's doing while they're building the case, uh, why don't you go into uh, what their defense actually was? So the because he was claiming to not remember the murder, the the next thing that they went to was they happened over here uh, or his mom was telling his lawyers that he used to sleepwalk as a child. So that yeah. was the defense that they decided to go with was, oh, he okay. was just sleepwalking the whole time. Initially, Scott wasn't on board for that. He, yes. He didn't want to use that defense until he realized, like they talked to some sleep experts and realized that that's the only defense they when they basically use. told him, you do have this. And then he's like, okay. So that's what was weird, too, that he was pushing back against this. He was resistant to it at first. It, and that doesn't make any sense to me, that they were the ones that had to kind of plant this idea in had his head like, that no, he was you... sleepwalking. Right. So, yeah, they were saying that, that he was sleepwalking. He had a history of sleepwalking when he was a child. And so the bloody clothing that they found in the, in the plastic box in his car... Something about that is that's where he always stored those clothes. The clothes that he wore, the clothes that had the blood on them were work clothes that he used. And when he was done with them, he would put them back in the same box in his car. Okay. So even if he was if he was truly sleepwalking. Ooh, I didn't know that part. People will, will follow similar patterns while they're sleepwalking. Yeah, they they'll act out things that they do while they're awake. If he did go and put his clothes on, uh, you know, put his work clothes on. Might have had some sort of interaction with his wife that resulted in 44 stab wounds and then, you know, drug her outside next to the pool. It it could theoretically be that in his mind, he was going through the process of fixing the pool filter that his wife had been asking him to fix. Put on yeah. his work clothes, grabbed some tools, killed his wife, went out to fix the pool filter, realized that his wife was still laying there. And it, it's a little strange that he decided to put her in the pool and hold her head underwater because that part She's of the, already dead. the pool filter, she wasn't dead at that point. Yeah, uh, so she had, the, she had water in her lungs, which means old Greg 
could have fucking saved somebody. Anyways, look, it's not about Greg, but fuck that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the defense, what is the story that they, what is, because of sleepwalking, he, um, his sister actually was the one that kind of made this go forward because she was like, he used to sleepwalk when he was younger. He would come down naked. He would come down fully clothed for school at like 10 o'clock at night, like weird shit. One time she was go, he was going like middle of the night, going to walk out the door. She woke him up and he violently threw her across the room. Yeah. And that was, that was a long time before the murder too. He was only like 20 20, years old when that happened. But these are the instances they were using to be like, he, has he has a history of it like this yeah. is what it could that be i mean he didn't do it though that still means that he, he did. yes but but you the defense can, is sleepwalking right but you can use that defense and actually to get, get manslaughter or something you can get acquitted you can get completely off if you have done something either in your sleep not knowing whatever like yeah. there are actually cases that people who are that people have not used guilty. it, which we will talk it's, about. It's not unheard of that people have gotten off while sleepwalking because there's actually a condition. Using that defense. <laughs> there, there's, there's actually over 10, I think. What do you mean and by got it, off? Uh, well, there's actually a condition called sexomnia. Oh, is that right? real? That's, that's a real thing, yeah. Here we go. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Jerk off. What is this? No, what no, is it's, this? It's people that that have sex while they're sleepwalking. It's, it's surprisingly common. So I they're even, walking? Or well, they're sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> they're sleep-walking. They pick somebody up and just walk and have sex with them. Now that's so, fucking crazy. So even the term sleepwalking, it's like you you assume that they're going through the house and doing certain things, but that's uh, not exactly. Yeah, but those, those certain things that they're. I used to sleepwalk. I I've, you did. Yeah, I've, uh, when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk all the time, and I've sleptwalked really? like early. I'd say probably around. Keeps the murder April on this and, episode. April and May of last... Well, not yet. I have to fall asleep first. But This around- is the equivalent of the scuba diving where you had all the knowledge. <laughs> um, what Ar- Around April and May, and, uh, like between April and May of last year, uh, I started sleepwalking for the first time in a long time. Because is it, it brought on by stress? It's brought on by stress a lot. We, okay, that's what they're saying a, in a this. a handful of people that, that what are you we doing all know. Sleep? Yeah, what, are, what is like the story... That, yeah, like, your parents tell of, like, oh, you need peed in the fucking dog bed or whatever. Oh, no, I do that when I was awake. So I was a, I was a sure, sure. Was but a what's kid. the story? Because, like, clearly this family had, they had two specific, three specific stories of, like, one time he came down ready for school at 10 p.m., one time he came down totally naked, one time he came down and I, threw me against the wall. So what's the story that... So people would say the one that my mom always tells is I used to sleepwalk and have night terrors when I was a really young kid. They stopped probably around the age of six, but the closest that I came to ever hurting myself was she heard me get out of bed at like one o'clock in the morning. And I was probably maybe four or five years old. And she just hears little footsteps running down the hallway. And then she hears the front door open. And we lived out in the middle of nowhere. We were out on the outskirts of a really small town. So as soon as she heard the front door open, she came tearing out of bed, running down the hallway, and I was already halfway across the front porch by the time she actually grabbed me and, and brought me back inside. What happened when she, did you wake up at that point? What happened when, you don't remember. But uh, she oh doesn't no, she, say what. She beat the ever-living hell out of me. 
No, she, okay. <laughs> she didn't actually. Oh, okay. But did she say that you were like freaking out once she... As soon as she grabbed me, I woke up and I was just confused. I, I didn't okay. even fully wake up because I have no recollection of any of this happening. She just put me back in bed. I went back to sleep and everything was fine. So here's what I picture of sleepwalking is like... Stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. Right? Where they get up and it's just like, and there's no, like, you can't really do, you know, detailed tasks or like you you think you are, but you're kind of like dumping. You know what I mean? You can do astoundingly detailed tasks. Really? There's There's a case that happened in Canada back in 1987. With a guy named Kenneth Park, uh, Kenneth Parks. Yeah. So this is in that, and they actually think that he knew about the case. That would make sense. There's, and he thought that he was going to use that. There's been a defense. handful of other people. Although, have, why don't you go through that? With the Kenneth, Kenneth mm-hmm. Parks case, the Kenneth Parks case took it to a whole other level. And I'm actually, I don't know where you, uh, where you sit on this, but like I'm convinced that Kenneth Parks was innocent after going through the case because are you serious i i honestly think that that was one where i was like huh there's so there's other cases where people have claimed that they were sleepwalking and i i don't believe it yeah like for example there was a a woman who who suddenly found out that that she had been cheating on her husband with multiple men because she would wake up in the middle of the night and sleepwalk. And that's where I found out about the sexomnia. She was claiming like, suddenly oh, found I, out. I, I've been cheating on my husband for years and years and years. It's sleepwalking. But a bunch of other people, not a bunch, but a handful of other people have tried to use it as a defense. And the Kenneth Parks case is the one that I think has the highest likelihood of being true because he had, uh, so what happened is he woke up at, or didn't wake up at around midnight grabbed his car keys, drove over 10 miles to his, uh, it was over 15 miles Mm -hmm. to his in-law's house, Mm -hmm. attacked his father-in-law, almost strangled him to death, and then beat his mother-in-law with a tire iron and stabbed her multiple times in the neck and and killed killed her. her. And he thought that he had killed his father-in-law also because he walked into the police station later that night and said, I think I just killed two people. Oh, so you think maybe the turning in? Uh, He just, he had... um, a case that was kind of, it wasn't like um, lots of debt, but he was, remember that part of it? Uh, He had recently He ended up doing time actually after he was acquitted because of this like, I think it was a fraud case. Yeah, a fraud cage or he stole a bunch of money or whatever. Yeah. And that was kind of, you know, he wasn't a clean cut, LDS, yeah, not religious dude. Like he like kind of had some fucking shit on his. But what makes me question that case, or what what kind of pushes me towards believing that he was actually sleepwalking, is the fact that it was well known that he had a really, really good relationship with both of his in laws. Had a uh, especially a good relationship with his mother in law. His mo- so Kenneth Parks was giant. He was six foot four, two hundred eighty pounds. Whoa. Whoopsie Daisy, hello. <laughs> and he had a and he had a mustache. I think he was my. Might have been. He was my might have been your type. <laughs> uh, we need to get back to doing cases of dudes that are my type. <laughs> so that means we're doing uh, Ed. Kemper. Yeah, but they don't usually fucking do this weaselly shit that these guys do. Yeah. Fucking well, using. Um, oh, sleeping. Yeah, I was sleepwalking or. 
uh, carbon monoxide. You know, oh, yeah. they usually just fucking. They just get shit done because they're real men. Yeah. They literally just they, like. They pretend that they're asleep. Stab a bunch of people and be like, I don't know. An intruder <laughs> did it. What up? So Kenneth Parks was ultimately acquitted. Yes. For the murder. Uh, single murder. Her, uh, his father-in-law survived. Unsurprisingly, him and his wife got divorced because she had a hard time accepting the fact that she was married to the man that literally murdered her mom. But yeah. he, he got off scot-free. And the so he did drive over 15 miles, you know, was able to operate a car. Ooh, crime juice refill. You know what I need, Joel, is a spritz. On it. Thanks. <laughs> right, leaving the oh, camera. Oh, God, that's a glass top. <laughs> it's a glass top. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Joel, Sorry, you, audio uh, listeners, go ahead. Can you just get her a, a water and maybe some coffee while you're up? up? Also, <laughs> you shut sip, your sip, mouth! <laughs> All right, sorry, guys. So the good, sorry. Re- the good relationship with his his in laws is one thing that I was considering. The fact that his mother in law would constantly call him a gentle di- uh, gentle giant because she was so fond of him and he was a big guy, but he wasn't threatening. Never had any issues with him. Did they have sex or something? I mean, uh... oh, okay. I didn't look. I mean, I didn't think of yeah. that angle. Oh, is it? Is there stuff in it? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Could have been a um, love triangle. So, all right. So this is. We won't go too much into that one, but this is the case that oh, the, in uh, the defense they're saying that he knew about and he's using that as a defense. Yeah. I don't believe that, but... Um, in the case of Filater, it's a little bit murkier, in my opinion. So let's go through what the defense actually lays out happened that night. In so, their, like, the way that they're saying it happened. Well, okay. they, um, from the sleepwalking, then they started doing these tests, right? Uh, they Maybe did some go tests. Into well, the, the story that the defense presented was after not being able to fix the pool filter, he went to the bed exhausted with the filter still on his mind. He then, while sleepwalking, got up, got dressed, grabbed a flashlight and a knife, and went out to fix the pool filter. The knife part, a little weird for fixing a pool filter, but sometimes so there you gotta, was like you I guess there was. Um, there were cuts so on the night, something with the pool filter. Right. So the night before, the thing that she wanted him to fix was like this old O-ring thing, and so like to get it kind of out because it was old and you know how they like harden up or whatever. So he's trying to get this out with a knife. That was before they even went to bed. So yeah. it kind of seemed like he. In the defense, he grabbed the same tool, and then he's going to try and fix this, get this O-ring off so he can put a new one on. So they say that Yarm woke up and went outside to see what the noise was, which startled Scott and sent him into a sleepwalking rage, which I haven't been able to find entirely convincing evidence that that's, it's that common for sleepwalkers to fly into a rage. It, it has happened, but... That's pretty much all that I hear, though, which is, like, don't wake someone while... They're sleepwalking. Has anyone heard that? I've heard they'll that before. Get like, and, and everyone, it's like the worst thing you can do. And you're like, why? I I have never found any supporting evidence for that. That it's dangerous to wake up a sleepwalker. It's actually more you dangerous to the well. That's yeah. Because what do they do? <laughs> like it's they like throwing their dad down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's, it's widely known, or it's some, it's something that like 
I it must come from somewhere because I've heard it forever. Which I've heard like, it for a long don't time. Don't wake also, up but, someone. Uh, I consider it to be an old wives' tale because okay. honestly, it's more dangerous to allow a sleepwalker sure. to keep walking around I because would say. they might go and murder their wife. If yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. woken Scott up, Greg, old Yarm would would be alive right now. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not. There's not a whole lot of supporting evidence for sleepwalking rage. It's just kind of a, a wives' tale okay. from everything that I've been able to. But find. the defense is saying that's what happened. Stabbed her. After he after he stabs her, uh, he went back outside and found her body and stood over it in a daze. And that's where Greg comes in. That's what he saw when he was looking over the fence. Is Scott standing over Yarm's body while she's still on the ground bleeding out, and Scott then drags Yarm into the pool, drowning her, and went back upstairs. And that's when he changed out of his work clothes, put him back in the plastic box, put that back in the car. Mm-hmm. But after that, he continued to just kind of wander aimlessly through the house. And that's what he was doing when the police finally showed up. And yes. uh, even the police testified that he was in a daze. He was acting strange. Yes. Considering that he had just committed a murder, I think that I would probably be a, a little out of it in, in a daze. But you would think that he would be keyed up, like he would he would be right uh, if you just really on did edge. that, yeah. right? But he was surprisingly mellow and just confused. Um, and they did do sleep studies. Did they, you read that? They, yeah. They did do some sleep studies. They used two different sleep ex- experts, which both testified that he. Uh, he did have somnambulism or parasomnia, whatever mm. whatever you want to refer to it as. Brain waves or whatever that are consistent with a sleepwalk. I mean, again, I will say this science, right, was A, pretty new, and B, pretty hard to study and get an exact science on, right? Yeah. So we a lot of the times when they have, like, experts that testify – it's like in the oh, yeah. science oh, yeah, really of sleepwalking, which is so vastly different from person to person, right? Well, there's multiple different ways that a person can sleepwalk because I, I'm fairly certain that sleepwalking generally happens during the, I believe it's during the REM state of sleep. So that's, that's so like it right is before during you REM. wake up. Okay. So when you're in deep wave sleep, there's, there's a possibility that portions of your brain can be fully asleep but you're still, uh, you still have motor control. You can still get up and move around because those portions of your brain are still fully awake, but you are Whoa. technically asleep. So there's multiple... But again, that's like, again, Rare. that's people doing like sleep studies on someone like in like lab sleep studies where they're not at their house. They're not dealing with certain stresses of the day or different situations. So like this is a science that when we... You know, and especially at this time, 97, whatever, when they're talking about it as a science and it's a little bit iffy to me as far as like the amount of studies that they've been able to even do or right. Arguably, yeah, it is. It's iffy just because at this point we still don't understand what sleep is for. We don't understand why people need sleep and we don't understand why people dream. But we do know that if you prevent somebody from sleeping for long enough, it'll flat yes. out kill them. So it's definitely important, but we don't understand. Fair. There's and a lot about stress is a crazy understand. thing that can stress and not sleeping like can. The only time that I've ever slept walked in my adult life was, was last year. And that was during a period of high stress. But all I would do is I would just wake up and I'd be in a different room in the morning and I wouldn't know how I got there. 
dude, that's fucking that's crazy, crazy dude. dude. That's scary, man. The weirdest part was, well, the the weirdest instance was when I woke up in the morning and I had actually, I thought I slept fairly peacefully, but I was in my spare bedroom sitting in a corner with my head leaning up against the wall, just totally asleep with no recollection of how I got there. Look, now okay. we've all blacked out. I want the science, <laughs> I want the science on that shit. Wait, is there? Because the shit that you can do blacked out. I thought right? it was the same thing. Oh my! It no, may I was, be. Oh no! Last year I was I was just blacked. I out. was just gonna ask. <laughs> I was just gonna ask. We're a couple of dirtbags here. Oh, you went to bed sober and woke up in the other room with your head that against the wall. Mm. Drunk. Yeah. If you were Scott Filater, I'd maybe believe you. <laughs> yeah, that guy's been sober. But come on, life. dude. All right. So, uh, do you have anything else on the defenses side? Uh, I mean, that's what they presented that he sleepwalked or had a disease or they were able to prove. So they were they in the they did four days, like he said, four days of uh, sleep analysis, sleep Mm -hmm. study on him while he was arrested. So it must have been somewhere and in the jail or something like this. Right. Yeah. Probably not where you're going to sleep the best. Also, yes. And you're like started building the case. Right. He was sleepwalking. So. So he had never gotten anything done before this that would show that he had brain waves like this besides his family's accounts of him sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Um, they did say that his brain waves seemed like he, you know, had the same as people that would sleepwalk, like in a certain REM state. I mean, this is again, a science that I can't even like get behind, but <laughs> they're the one, the waves look like, he the same as someone that sleepwalks, right? Okay. So that's what they're saying. So um, it's bullshit evidence, kind of. It isn't, but like I've said, when they bring in expert witnesses or experts on it, during cases, it can sometimes be for the randomest shit, right? Like the science of, the, like the guy with the CO2. Like we found, you know, gas particles in the thing they had never done that before but they're brought up as like if you're brought into a case as an expert witness experts and people kind of you know it can be used for good or bad right yeah and if if you're already part of a defense team like the the wit the expert witnesses were part of a defense team that's already presenting that case and they've already checked off on that and said like yeah that's definitely it in court you're gonna you're gonna back up what your decision is right even if then fudging some of the the facts just a a tiny little bit exactly you're paid by the defense sorry but conversely the prosecutors can bring up their own experts that they paid and it's up to the jury to believe what they want right. to dig through all the, the bullshit and try to figure science, out what's actually going right? on. So the prosecutor's case was pretty solid, obviously, because they had eyewitness, fucking cool ass fucking Greg. Greg Coons, dude. <laughs> Fuck well, you, Greg Coons. We're fucking coming for you, dude. Uh, one last thing to consider Please. in favor of the defense okay. is Scott didn't change his story for two years. A lot of times in a lot of other cases, there's going to be minor variations. Minor variations. You're going to hear, like, uh, someone he was in the cell with, like, he said something. They took her. They took her. And also, if if you just consider the last episode, he changed his story God knows how many times over the course of the case. Because you keep getting... Now, 
to was there much time for him to change the story right because like if someone's investigating you and the cops keep bringing you in randomly for questioning in this case they had their guy they questioned him one time that's it right so it wasn't a thing where they like kept what he did was interviews from jail mm-hmm. right there's a bunch of those if you want to look them up scott flater and it's one of those things that you're just like, I don't know, dude. It's almost like the staircase. I, I don't know if you guys know that case where you'd go like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like there's no other explanation, but his family loves him and I believe him, right? Like, there's something about just like this dorky guy that's just like, I guess I did it, but I don't remember. That you're just like, God damn, I mean, what do I, what do you do with that? I'll pay for it for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. So, it's an interesting one. Because you go like, you would fucking stick to your your guns. You're not going to be like, "Mm, actually, no. The thing that I've been thinking about uh, researching this case is, even if he is telling the truth, uh, even if all the people that claim to have committed crimes while they were sleepwalking were telling the truth. For sure. Thank you. What do you do with those people? Thank you. Do you want them to just go back home and sleepwalk nope. and, and not be able again? to sleep without killing people? Exactly. Sorry, that's not a thing. You, gotta, oh, God. you have to go to sleep with a ball and chain. Imagine you're like on a work trip with one of these people and you have to share a hotel room with them. It'd be a nightmare. Yeah. Even the Kenneth Parks guy, I go, okay, so so he has another relationship. Let's say oh, the God. guy that fucking drove 15 miles, right? You go, what do we have to do, Kenneth? Fucking lock you in a room with a padlock on the outside every night? Like, even, you can't even sleep. Kenneth Parks is one of the only examples that I found where somebody was acquitted of a crime due to sleepwalking, but wasn't institutionalized for it. Because the other uh, the other people that I yeah, found that it, were actually Yeah, it ended committed, up being they, like... Yeah, they would be institutionalized. Because regardless kind of, of whether or not you willingly committed the murder there's there's something about the way you're that your a dangerous brain works person that, yeah, but there's a good chance that you're oh, just going to wake up in the middle of the oh, night oh bud when you're sleeping you just fucking kill people i mean i know you don't know that you're doing it but we can't have you out in the world how about that <laughs> it's it's not you know exactly I mean? yeah it's not exactly like snoring where you can just yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, put up with oh, it. i'll just sleep in the other room oh no, oh, no. he'll <laughs> come down and fucking stab your ass yeah, you better you better sleep over 15 miles away yeah. Or a good 20 miles away to, to yeah. probably be safe. What's the max of what he can drive yeah. while he's sleepwalking? <laughs> um, that's the other thing in the defense, too, really quick, is they said that, uh, or I guess it would be prosecution, but people usually, it only lasts like 10 to 15 minutes as far as like their sleepwalking episode. Mm-hmm. So like for him driving 15 miles, I mean, I guess that would be, close to that but like it's it's not usually like uh in all of the studies in the science whatever of which there are exceptions it these episodes that people have don't usually last more than 15 20 minutes max Mm -hmm. it's usually like a 10 minute 15 minute window where they're like doing weird shit and then something will wake them up right so anyway Uh, The prosecution's case, again, pretty solid eyewitness, weapon, blood, half a confession, I guess. Um, The only thing they were missing was a motive, which you don't actually need in a case, but it does really help to 
push the jury over the finish yeah. line, right? But you don't yeah. actually need motive. Um, but why would he do it, you know? It's good right. to know, like, what, what would drive It's usually, to... like, motive means opportunity, right? Where yeah. it's, like, he, you know, uh, like, last case, they were alone on a fucking mountain. He had motive with money. He had the the means to do it, the opportunity, whatever. But I've, I can't stop. I've got a, th- I've got a theory. You're so, proud. You're so proud of that. <laughs> I've got a theory about Scott's motive, but I'm going to save it for the end of the episode. Okay, perfect. So. Crime juice. juice. Usually, yeah, yeah. So the case that the prosecution laid out, obviously they didn't really have to try that hard, but kind of if he had a sleepwalking case, they had to dismantle that. They didn't think they were going to have to. They thought they just had to be like, look, this guy's fucking weird. Neighbor saw him do it. He had blood on him. Whatever, whatever. So they had to actually uh, have a prosecution that was dismantling a sleepwalking defense. So they actually said that uh, the night before, this is what Scott actually said too, to someone, I don't know if it was... Uh, in an interrogation or after. But he said, while the family was sleeping the night before, uh, Yarm, been a while since we heard that name, huh? You're welcome. Yarmy. Yarmy. Yarmy heard a noise outside, kind of like gravel moving around. And Scott said that he went out to check it out, but nothing was there. This was the night before. So he said he had interrupted sleep and also, they were saying that he was maybe kind of setting up an intruder situation, right? Like, oh, he heard a noise outside, but went out there, nobody was there, but fine. Um, the, pro- the prosecution then believed that Scott murdered his wife, cleaned up, put her in the pool, intending for drown her in the pool, intending for the kids to find her. The next day when they woke up and then he would say, you know, he would use some kind of intruder uh, scenario that someone broke in and killed her. They didn't know what happened. So the neighbor seeing him commit the crime was the only thing that was the cog in his big plan, according to prosecution. Don't know if I believe that, but I'm just saying. Um. So when the neighbor saw him commit the crime, uh, he shifted to not remembering as soon as the police came. They alleged that the fact that Yarm did not want more kids was actually a bigger deal in the uh, Latter-day, the LDS faith, which it really is. Like, they they kind of really push for you to have many kids. Oh, yeah, look at the They only had two. Exactly. So they were actually saying, the prosecution was saying that that was actually a bigger deal and kind of a motive. Also, did, the did prosecution... Did he forget that he could have multiple wives if one wife doesn't want to have kids? I mean, hey. I mean, they had teenage kids at this point. That's a... You want old Yarmy to fucking have a newborn at fucking 41, <laughs> which she was? Like, no, bud, no. I have a master's degree. That I fucking flushed down the toilet, bro. (laughs) 
That's also a, a really, really long time to wait to finally get fed up with your wife not wanting more kids. Exactly. So, so like that, that's a little strange. That it's, to me, it's a weak not a motive, but they got to find something. The prosecution brought their own experts as well to refute the sleep experts that the defense brought. And um, they actually brought a sleep expert that was used, I think, in the Kenneth Parks case or a different one oh, but was it the same guy that's i think it was the same guy and he brought up 65 different instances where scott would have probably woken up or snapped out of this right i'm not going to go through all of them but for example grabbing the flashlight shows that he knew the difference between day and night which people that are sleepwalking don't know so they don't know interesting they don't know that it's like yeah. dark outside or light or whatever, so they wouldn't grab a flashlight because they're just like going. You know what I mean? They're not looking anyway. They don't know. Um, Interesting. Also, when he quieted the dog, which the neighbor, Greg, fuck you, Greg. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry, but fuck that guy. Um, so when Greg saw him quieting the dogs down, that shows that he uh, could hear sounds, which means that he could hear his wife screaming, right? So sleepwalking, mm. and the defense of that is that you don't hear it. There's face blindness. It's whatever you're not. He was, he, that yeah. would be something that, would, that he would be able to hear, and it would snap him out of it. Sleepwalkers will respond to speech without waking up, though. Because I've I've had conversations. What about your wife screaming in your face to stop killing you? Depends on how much she screams about stuff. Maybe you're just kind of <laughs> numb to it at that point. <laughs> okay. God well, that was them. one of the sixty-five things. Bandaging his hand showed that he knew he was hurt, and that he knew mm. what to do about it, which is not indicative of someone that sleepwalks. They're just like they would just be hurt and be like, Meh. not like, oh, I'm hurt. I grab a band-aid i know what to do about this in the kenneth parks case when he showed up at the police station uh he had all of the flexor tendons in his i believe it was his right hand all the flexor tendons were cut so the <sighs> knife had obviously slipped in his hand and totally shredded his hand but Ugh. he wasn't reacting to it at all and that was another thing that they used in defense of kenneth parks was he was severely injured but didn't seem to realize how badly he was hurt or that, that he was hurt. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's just not, it's not an exact science. So like expert, right? Yeah. It's, it's a both Scott and prosecutions expert is like, okay, I guess that time or you know what I mean? Yeah. In not responding. But I will say this. I will say this. Fuck you. If you don't wake up with your, your whole hand <laughs> cut. Like, I'm sorry, you can't live in the world. <laughs> You're full of hot takes. You, on need this to be, you need to be killed. It's the same way I feel about people with asthma. You can't breathe. <laughs> you can't breathe air. You need to go, dude. Don't even get her started you on can't the development. Sleep of without killing people? You need to go, you just dude. somebody with asthma to murderers? If you can't breathe air, I just don't know what you're doing. 
Okay, because that. What are you doing? Air can kill you. That was bye bye bye. That was an astoundingly quick jump from protecting people I'm from just murders saying, to, to it's partially like sometimes in, partially endorsing eugenics. Oh, you have asthma? No, killed at birth. Not anything else. <laughs> just asthma. Asthma. <laughs> if you can't breathe air right. <laughs> You gotta go, dude. You're fucking serious about this. You've thought about this. <laughs> I've air, never, never air. Seen just this really fired up simple, before. just really simple shit. Really simple stuff. I just think Greg, we keep, fuck I just, you. I just Asthma, think we keep too you. many people alive. We keep too many people alive. Anyway, um, so, so bandaging his hand. You know, I'm joking. You're not though. You're, it's, you it's, can't breathe air, though, dude. See? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a joke. You can't go to sleep without fucking murdering people. I mean, there's a couple things that it's just like, okay, we're done. We're done with you. <laughs> it's so, it's, it is so vastly different, somebody having breathing <laughs> issues to somebody who can't go to sleep without risking yeah, murdering somebody It's totally <laughs> different. It is totally different. They're not but hurting I think anybody it's some um, But that doesn't matter I think to it's just I think it's just a basic, you know, it's an old school, you know, survival of the fittest, right? <laughs> I think a base level thing should be able should be breathing air good. <laughs> Okay, in, in your defense, that makes sense. That usually does kill people off on its own. So you're just trying really to does. you're trying to clean up the ones really that, that slip through the cracks. It really does. <laughs> I had this guy that I used to hook up with in in uh, Ventura. <laughs> Died of not being able to breathe air. I Wait, know. Are you implying something? Hmm. Is there a cold case in Ventura that that we have? No, heard no, no. Asthma. He had asthma, and it was annoying? Is that no, I actually st- never knew he had asthma until I went back into town and was like, what up? And they were like, <laughs> like he, oh, di- shit, dude, he died. <laughs> he died from not being able to, being able able to breathe. breathe. I was like, hmm, never had an issue. But <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> also, uh, also when he touched the cold water, putting her in, that would have woken him woken him up. Apparently. Cold According water to this up, sleep expert. Warm water makes you pee. That actually does work. Does so it? the warm water hand, if you put hot water in like a bowl or a cup and put it in someone's hand to sleep. It does piss. work? Yeah. I always thought that was like yeah, I did it not my, I did real. it to my sister and she fucking pissed everywhere. No shit. Yeah. And woke up right in the middle of peeing. It worked. Maybe it was coincidence. She was young. She was like five at the time. But You're such a good brother. This is weird. I also glued her eyeball shut once. No, you didn't? With what? Elmer's glue. Well, thank God that it wasn't super glue. Yeah. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, she um, me. I tied so her again, to a tree once, too. We're not going to go through the 65 different <laughs> instances. I'm just trying to make it better for Jesse because that was... Fucked up what you said about people with asthma, so I'm trying to throw in some. No, I'm fucking standing by it, dude. <laughs> standing by it. She's not ashamed of that opinion. Good for you, like good for you. Get all the stuff you need to get, but like, mm, just know, like, you can't do a very basic thing. Oh God, don't don't even get her started on people that can't walk. That really sets her off. <laughs> <laughs> now listen. 
listen, you can do all like nor like you don't really need, you to, don't walk need to walk. You don't need to walk. That I'll tell you what you enough. need to do, Coop. Breathe air into <laughs> You don't need to walk. I, I can't believe the intensity. You don't need to be able to eat cheese, right? Fine. I knew Breathe breathe. Beginning breathe. of this episode, I could tell Jesse was on one. I didn't know it was gonna go to this. <laughs> I'm partly joking, but you know that I'm not. <laughs> You decide, right? Yeah. So uh, just overall, they were saying his actions were way too complicated and detailed to be done while sleeping. They also believe that Scott knew about the case in Canada, like I said, and was trying to use that as his last minute defense. After only eight hours of deliberation. The jury did not buy it. Fuck yeah. Scott was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to life without any possibility of parole. Thank God. Yeah? I thought this whole build-up was going to be that that he got away with this. Now, what do you think, though, that he was not sleepwalking or you just think he needs to be put away either way if you can so that's my i'll let you guys do i'll let you guys no, do i think first. i'm with you i think but you're i'll let say, you guys do first go ahead Joey, so what no, do you, you think you go first oh i think he did it for sure and do you think he planned to do it do you think and he made it up yeah and was mm-hmm. just like why do you think he did it though that's the only part that sucks i don't right? know i don't know why there's no one like why up. would High school sweethearts married for 20 years, no real problems, no insurance. Like, there was no insurance policy that's going to be the motive. There's no... Why? I'd have to see the videos and stuff, too. I think that would Is help Is it a because lot. she was the kind of gal that would lay on the couch <laughs> watching ER and ask her husband that's worked a full day at his engineering job to go out and fix... Straw? Fix the pool filter at 9 p.m. Do you think that might have been it? That could have been part of it. <laughs> All right, and maybe just like a decade, you know, decades of that. That's honestly what my entire theory kind of hinges on. Please. Because you you consider the fact that she asked him to do that at that time of night, and his response was, yes, dear. So the way that I'm seeing this is this is the kind of guy. Sure. So it's coming from a community. Bottles it up. Yeah, it's coming yep. from a community where it's very common to keep marital disputes you know, kind of swept under the rug. You're not going to let your neighbors in on it. Everything's going to be fine Fair. when you're when you're out. What in neighbors are you talking about? Uh, fucking old Greg Coons. <laughs> no, oh, no, you're going to talk to Greg Coons about your problems. They, no, fuck that they guy. Don't that guy's a to, fucking loser. Don't even have to hide anything from Greg because he's obviously checked out. Yeah. So he doesn't give a Greg shit if you're doesn't a fight or not. Greg doesn't do anything hard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, it's a lot of effort to yell over I'm a thing. I'm really thing. trying to work on hey. not saying the F word on my show. <laughs> hey. So what I think hey, Scott. is you consider the fact that. Am I not killing? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, hey, oh hey, Scott. Hey there, neighbor, don't, don't want to be a don't want to be a bother. Scott, I don't want to be a bother. Is, are you killing your wife, bud? <laughs> 
Oh, no, no. You, you just keep, no, doing, never keep, mind. keep doing what you're doing. Never I'll, mind. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, great. Once you're all done. So what I think happened is Scott has spent his entire life with, with high school sweetheart. Yes. Hasn't had a lot of experience outside of that. And maybe this high school sweetheart just happens to be a little bit of a nag who the likes to ask him, ask him to do manual labor late at night after working a full day while going through a very stressful period of, of work. Because while the, she sits on the couch and watch, watches a George Clooney. I know. And see, I even, I was even thinking of that. It's like, that's the George Clooney era of ER. So somewhat understandable. You cannot, you cannot get Yarm. But not entirely excusable. Peel her way. So I see Scott as the type of guy that he gets home from work every day and he spends a good 15 minutes sitting in the driveway in his car. He's probably got like bottle of whiskey in one hand and just a, a pistol pistol in the other and he's wondering which one of those he's going to put in his mouth today oh okay i don't think and, and he doesn't sound like a drinker to me uh well not on the not on the surface level see they're keeping all this stuff private because nobody even thought that they had any marital disputes right so one day he finally just fucking snaps yep. and yep. she asks him to fix the pool filter yep. he's done with her shit and he decides to stage a murder he's not very good at it so the 44 stab wounds, to me, that seems like a crime of passion. That's clearly that's not a, a, oh, I woke up and I was scared, so I stabbed you 44 times. That's that's a crime of passion. And then she didn't die, so he drowned her. Uh, he probably thought that, that she was, uh, no, he would have known that she was still alive because she was making noise. She was making enough noise that it woke up the neighbor, so he pushed her into so the So you're thinking to, to sleepwalking? No. I don't think that he was sleepwalking. Okay. Uh, I, I tried to build a case for him to have been sleepwalking but in this situation in the kenneth park situation to me i think that that's at least gives enough doubt that you can't convict him for it acquitting him and letting him go i think that's kind of dumb because he's still dangerous you just liked but, kenneth parks more yeah right? it sounds like he's got like he's a just, you just like wanted to fucking party with Look, him more and you're like scott <laughs> Well, Scott, nah, Scott was a no, this nerd. guy can drive 15 miles and fucking stab people. <laughs> Scott, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Yeah, I'll party with that guy. It's just all—it's all who you want to hang out with, right, Coop? Uh, yeah, generally. Yeah, generally. But yeah, I, okay. I, so you think crime of passion? He had crime been, of passion. He had been browbeaten and, and, and yes, for he far s- too long, and he finally snapped. Yes, he snapped, and maybe it was just like a blind rage. But you don't think that he was sleepwalking? I don't think that he was sleepwalking, okay. no. Joel? Same. I'm all, Really? I think he's a murderer, for sure. Oh, you can be a sleepwalker and a murderer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't but think he was sleepwalking. Yeah, I don't think he so was sleepwalking. So I don't actually know. I think there was sleepwalking involved. I think that he woke up at a certain point and then tried to cover it up. Oh, so you think he woke up during the murder? So here's what I don't That's understand is I can see that why she was stabbed outside. Otherwise there would be they would have some kind of crime scene inside where he stabbed her on the couch, dragged her out whatever. So the fact that she was stabbed outside um, the kids didn't hear anything. So there wasn't like a fight. There wasn't whatever. It was literally. So I do believe part of the defense is correct in that, like, he went outside sleepwalking. She maybe 
ran into him, startled him, maybe didn't wake him up. He stabbed her outside, which is what the neighbors heard. We hear yelling, we hear whatever, and then they finally, by the way, they heard yelling and moaning for a while before dumbass fucking loser Greg Coons decided to actually go outside and look. So when he did go outside and look, she was already outside stabbed. So the stabbing happened outside? Had to have. Okay. Otherwise, they would have had, there was no... There would have been blood inside. Yeah, with that many stabs. Yeah, so if it was like on the couch, let's say he came down and just like stabbed her on the couch, it would have been, that would have been part of the case as far as like, you know, there's blood all over the couch, dragged out, whatever, but it was, the stabbing was outside. That could be a fight outsider guess, or it could be the beginning part of the defense's case, which is he was out there, he was sleepwalking, she startled him, he stabbed her. Um, it's also interesting I, that the kids never woke up, so there wasn't like a. So it wasn't inside. Uh, there wasn't an there argument. Wasn't a loud argument, if there was an argument. And I don't think it was inside. Yeah. So everything happened outside, which and is it would be super weird. Stupid to try to kill someone outside in front of your neighbors. So if he was awake, right. he would have done it inside. <laughs> inside, or I mean, you just plan it a little fucking better. But well, I, mean, actually, I think at some point like he did maybe wake up, maybe, and knew that he was sleepwalking, and then was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do." I'm going to finish this off. I'm, I don't really remember killing her. I remember actually like, you know, going back inside and freaking out or cleaning up or whatever. But like, I don't remember killing her. So what are we going to do here? Right. And so then using that defense and when he's saying, I don't remember, he's not lying. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's able to, especially with his faith, whatever, he's able to be like, I don't remember. I, I don't. I woke up and she was she was dead or and then he tried the to drowning. The drowning is the only part that's a little bit weird. But that was again, the up. neighbor saw him standing over her in uh, days. So not like hustling around, whatever, he was, like, standing over her weird and then dragged her in. Maybe that's Was when he, woke he up? still sleeping then? Maybe when he did touch the water, he woke up? I do think at some point he did and was like, I got to fucking see this to the end, right? Mm. But I also believe either way, same with asthma. If you can't... <laughs> <laughs> if you can't sleep, just go to sleep with your family without possibly stabbing someone 44 times. You need to be in jail. You need to be locked up. You need to be locked up. And he should be happy to be, if he did do this, he should be happy that he's locked up and not able to stab his kids or hurt his kids or worry about every night that he's going to, if it is sleepwalking, he should be happy that he's not able to hurt think? anyone else. They are still totally on his side. They testified on his behalf. Yeah. They're it's, totally on his side. They visit him. It, it just, 
I think what you what you just brought up about him about uh, asthma. If, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> just kidding. That too. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, him wanting to be locked up if he thought that he was dangerous when he was sleeping. That that makes a lot of sense because even when I was a kid, so I knew that I was a sleepwalker when I was a kid. Right. And I, this was, I mean, I was obviously a really fucking weird kid that grew up into a weird adult. But, you were, you were, uh, when there's no way. When I was, <laughs> when I did have issues with sleepwalking when I was a kid, I used to be worried about having pocket knives in my room because I was worried that I would wake up and, or not wake up, but I, I was worried that I would sleepwalk and, and end up hurting my mom or my dad or my sister. And that was me at, exactly at like right. five years old. So yeah, as an adult, if, if I had issues with sleepwalking where I hurt people at some point, yes. I would, I would absolutely sleep in a, a locked room every single night at the very least. So I think regardless of whether it was planned or not, whether we believe him or not, he needed to be. And I think that's kind of what the, jury ultimately saw is you know let's say Kenneth Park's case he drove there and was like weirdly stabbing didn't actually kill someone and killed another whatever maybe they could be like all right that was a one-time super stressed induced whatever but if someone's able to stab someone 44 times then also go back out, um, drown them in a pool, clean up their clothes, clean up their body, put on new pajamas. I mean, that is a level, whether he was sleepwalking or not, that is a level that needs to be. I got it. Kept away from society. Tell me, Joel. As an adult, if you still sleepwalk, you have to get your thumbs removed. (laughs) Now you're not going to hurt anybody. You can kill somebody without thumbs. Yeah, but it reduces it by a shit ton. You're not going to stab anybody. You're not going to shoot anybody with a gun. You're not going to be able to hold a weapon. I'm, yeah, fair. I'm, that's that's I'm, your. No, you've you're got your. You've the, got your thumb right there. Well, my my thumb isn't isn't touching this. Yeah, but you. There's pick no it strength up, in that. Pick it up without the thumb. <laughs> now, but the thing is, is there's no barely, strength in dude, that. You, all barely. you'll do is now, cut, now go stab somebody. Now you'll just cut all your fingers off because your finger will slide through. Put your palm on the back of it. It's way it'll work. Like there's, it would reduce the murders by at least ninety percent. Ninety percent of murders oh, are I'm committed crazy. by thumbs. And I'm crazy. <laughs> Jesse wants to kill people with asthma. Joel wants to cut everybody's thumbs off. I don't know. Only let the rec- Let the record show. I don't want to kill people with asthma. I just think. <laughs> if you go, you go. Right? <laughs> you're, you're you asking, weren't able right? to breathe. Like, like that's unreasonable. You went. You went. You went. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I need to put some more thought into that one. <clears throat> yeah, I can't argue with her about it, but I don't want to agree with her. You know? Well, it it feels like... (laughs) No, we have all kinds of stuff now that can keep people alive. You know, you give yourself type 2 diabetes. We've got all kinds of medicines Now she wants to wipe out all the diabetics, too. No, no. We have medicine for that. You have inhalers. You have all kinds of stuff. Like, I say good for you. 
you can't sleep and you can't breathe, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's pretty basic stuff, right? Yeah. You don't even need to eat. You don't even need to be able to eat. True. You can drink water. You can, you know, nibble some stuff, whatever. Well, that's eating. You can be allergic to everything. You can that's inject fine. Your food. Inject your yeah. food. Yeah. You can stomach. inject food. That's fine. Jesse. I am. I am not going to support eugenics on a on a podcast. <laughs> I refuse to. After the show, we'll have a discussion. If it's being recorded. I'm, I'm just saying, saying in relation to what we're talking about, which is like, <laughs> oh, if you can't sleep. So then we should cut You can't the sleep hands? without killing people. Bye. Hey, it, it worked for King Leopold in the Congo back in the day. Cutting hands off does. Here we go. Talking about kings and shit. History stuff. It's for the other show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You guys know I'm not totally serious. I just think it's funny. You're totally Wink. serious. Like, what if you, can't, you just can't breathe? <laughs> Air? <laughs> Just kidding. Love you guys. I bet a lot of our listeners have asthma, right? I would imagine so, or COPD. Good, per- good uh, percentage, don't you think? Probably. At least one out of the 22. Mm. <laughs> yeah, what's the, yeah, probably, what's the percentage probably. of the population that has asthma? Because out of a probably sample a lot. size of 22, I would think that there's got to be at least one. Probably a lot. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for turning this. Uh, this was an an interesting one. I had fun because I don't yeah. know where we uh, land on innocence or guilt. I think we all are in agreement that he needs to be behind bars either way. Yeah, and I feel for the guy yeah, if he really did. If he really did. If he really does not remember, I really do feel for him, but he still needs to be there. That would be yeah. so Unfortunately, fucking awful if you like I know. woke up and you killed your wife. And that's what he... Because uh, you'd like want to experience done, that. <laughs> he's done... Yeah, if, you, if that's the kind of person you are. Anyways, he's done a lot of interviews, uh, maintained innocence for, what, 24 years at this oh, point. Um, and it, When's he getting out? Nothing's ever... There's been no... He's never getting out. Yeah, he but got life um, yeah. he's I think 20, he's never changed story. Twenty six years before he, he's up for parole. No parole. Oh, there's no parole on this no. one. Okay, I must life be mixing that up without with any possibility of parole. You got life. Mm-hmm. Damn. He was gonna. They were going for the death penalty, but actually, uh, Yarm's mom even went up in his defense and was like, Whoa. "Look, I think he should." be behind bars obviously he killed my daughter but i don't want his kids not to be able to at least visit him or have him so they took death penalty off the table because of all the they don't and they they still visit him to this day and what if it's yeah if it's like a genetic thing then don't think it is time bomb just Don't a matter of time is. before they strike again. They also, seem to be fine. Imagine being this guy's cellmate. Like, oh, hey, man, what are you in for? I kill people in my sleep. Oh, right? God. I bet you he doesn't have a cellmate. I bet you he, they keep him in his I think cell. at this point they do. Yeah? Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, love you guys. Thanks for Fuck the yeah. good times. How's the, you almost finished your crime juice. <clears throat> I finished my brown liquor and I almost tanked two seltzers. Good for Are you. you. Proud of me? 
I am very proud of you. <laughs> and Coop, how was your uh, non-alcoholic beer, you freaking coward? What does it taste um, like? I'm about halfway this? through it. and A prolapse. <laughs> there it is. <gasps> Pretty metallic, right? I heard, a meta- I heard it's a metallic taste. <laughs>